Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger and better collection and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another episode of Worlds Collide. Zan from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. That's good. I like that. That worked out great. <laughs> I'm Tony with WrestlingTradingCards.com. <laughs> Today we've got another This Is Your Card episode. You guys seem to like these, uh, surprisingly, but I think we got pretty good feedback on these episodes. So we'll just keep doing maybe one a month, two a month, something like that. Today, Ray Mysterio Jr. Tony, did you pick this one? I can't remember. I don't remember if I did or not. I think maybe I did. I think I, I did. It probably makes more sense because, you know, I was the one doing the random name generators on the internet and ended up with like, you know, jobbers from who knows where. And how many of these have we done so far? We did Beefcake and who else? We did the Drew McIntyre. So he's not a job. He's not a jobber, but he was on the random, the random draw. So. So the next one is your pick since I've had. Oh boy. Probably going to end up with, um, I don't know, probably the Vianos or something. (laughs) Uh, probably you're right (laughs) all right so ray mysterio jr you guys know the format probably by now we're going to start off with the rookie card first card key card kind of the entry level into ray mysterio cards tony what do you got uh i like 98 wcw tops um first real mainstream pack pulled type of card um I just, I, lo- I love that card. So it's just, a, it, it seems to get the most uh, views and the most attention on, on, on social, on eBay, at least. Yeah, that's, that's one of mine that I originally went to. However, I started thinking, and it's funny, we had this conversation before we started about, you know, people just trying to be weird on picks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I kind of feel like that in here, but when I, when I looked at them, I was like, it made sense because I was like, okay, these are, technically one of them is in the same year as the one you picked and then one of them is technically before so that would be considered the rookie card i don't know because it's an odd ball release and that is the 1994 AAA action figure trading card i don't know if i've seen that card before it's black and white it's very boring and basic but it's clear as day Rey mysterio when you see the picture and it's it's on the back of the the card similar to like the bendham figures gotcha. or similar to the it's a smaller card. It's not as big as like the LJNs or like the Hasbro's. It's more of a smaller square card, but it is a trading card. Really? Okay. So 19, uh, you know, 1994 AAA. And then my other kind of weird one, I'm going to piggyback off of your 1998 and go with 1998 WCW NWO Panini photo cards. Oh yes. The oversized photo cards yep. are cool. And I'm cool, s- cool binder too. I'm slowly starting to come around on the idea of certain like I'm becoming a fan of certain things that are oversized like that, because I've seen some people with them in slabs and I'm like, you know what, this is no different than a card or a comic book or a magazine. Like it just all looks awesome. If you have the right cool stuff you're digging. So I know for um, a fact in storage, I have a, I think a small, <laughs> I have a small case of, of the binders. 
Well, we're going to have Tony Storage finds coming up next episode. Probably look for those Rey Mysterio cards. Uh, well, I, I have another favorite I like, too. I, I do like the uh, 2002 Royal Rumble, his, uh, that, that card. But I like the event used card from that one, the event yeah. born card. It's a really cool looking picture of just of him in the rings like that. And then uh, and then the shirt, you know, the relic on it is really cool. Yeah, That's a cool I, set completely. I'm a huge fan of ring used relic gear, too. I know, you know, the joke is there's enough of those matte cards and enough yeah. of those T-shirt cards to be able to put together a wardrobe and a ring. <laughs> but there are certain things out there and we've talked about a few of them before. Maybe we need to do a whole episode on just memorabilia cards one of these days. That'd be great. All right. Next up, uh, favorite card. Um, I'll let you start again. Just well, favorite. mine's pretty much, mine is, uh, you know, one of my key cards, I think for him is that uh, uh, 2002 Royal Rumble event worn shirt card. It's just a cool card. Um, the, the downside to that is that it, they took the base card and then they made it into an event card. So they just like cut a section out of it. Yep. To put, yep. yeah, that sucks. But it's a cool image though. And yes, it's, it is. that Royal Rumble set's kind of cool because it's slightly embossed, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. And um, if you were lucky enough to get a multicolor one, it's, it's also kind of cool too. Well, and that was also like kind of when he was really getting going in WWE. So it just started. He just yeah. came back. He just came back. Yep. My favorite is the 2006 Topps Chrome Heritage card number 48. And this is the refractor or the X-fractor or superfractor, like any of those weird refractor parallels you can find to that card. Uh, we, we've talked about this before. I think it's such an iconic set now that people still, like people are talking about it, people get it, but at, it's like such a simple design. You know, it's it's the picture of the, yep. the wrestler and then just an action shot. It's, it, it's got that old school vintage baseball feel to it. Yeah, it's a it's a cool set. I'm surprised that it's actually come, become a popular set recently too. Like this, real recent, it's become a popular set. I honestly think it's because that first mentality. Because this will be the one of the first. It is the first Topps Chrome WWE product. Yeah, and it's one of the earlier Topps products that they you know after they got the license to the WWE back. It was one of, because didn't they get it in 2005? Uh, 2005, yeah. Heritage uh, was their first release in 2005 after right. Fleer. And then they followed it up with Heritage Chrome, which Chrome. actually came out in 06. And yeah, okay. So yeah, my, I was hoping I was right on that. I was pretty yep. sure I was right. But I really think that the it's being in the first Chrome, because Topps Chrome carries such high value with all the other platforms, whether it's, yeah. you know, even there's other non-sports stuff that does Chrome now, and it carries such a higher value and popularity than just the flagship paper version of that same product. So, yep. Agreed. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right. Here's the here's everyone's favorite part. The worst card. <laughs> you go for this one. Uh, t- let's see. I'm gonna go with any of his ma- unmasked cards because I don't know. It's just not Rey Mysterio without the mask. And, and how many car? How many cards do you know of that he is unmasked? Not very many. Because the only one I know is also my worst card is, is, is it the un- Nitro unmasked? one, the Nitro card game. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I, I want to say there. I, I could be wrong here. I want to say that there was like one or two other like fringe WCW releases, 
are they i think bootleg releases they could have been yeah 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 i I don't know that they were because most of the flagship w or yeah most of the flagship wcw stuff it was all he had his mask on but anytime i see that nitro card i go back to when he had those horns, you remember when he put yeah, those? Yes. And I was just like, "All right, dude." Right, right there on his forehead, like yep. right there. It was an interesting gimmick change. Like uh, when when he went from you know traditional Rey Mysterio Jr. to that, I was like, "Oh no!" But then like Conan, Conan went from a similar style of character in AAA all through his career, and then he switched to like the gangster. Yeah. And I was but like, it "Oh, this for is him. cool." Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, but he, had, he doesn't look like he's twelve. That's true. <laughs> He also didn't put horns on his head. Yes, well, yeah, <laughs> really evil. Could have been like some kind of Marvel boss. You know, though, in, in the, I guess people like putting horns on their head in WCW in the year 99 and 2000, it, that all makes sense. Uh, WC, right. WCW's crazy during that time. When I wasn't very popular back then because it was, it just wasn't in, in, in with the yeah. crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to put horns on it been great. All right. Uh, cards to invest in. I will let you start again. Uh, I still believe that uh, that WCW set, um, card number 32 from the 98 WCW. Um, I don't care if it's a, and then any, I don't care what it is from that. It's just that card itself is just the first widely released, uh, a pack pulled card. It, from that same set though, also was, you know, the unofficial WCW autograph card uh, that I think if you can find it, <laughs> It's going to hold some big time value. I, I think that card's going for like, are they going for like a grand now? Someone's trying to ask for those cards if, if you find yeah. them. I haven't seen one in forever. I, mean, I haven't either. Uh, you know, probably should, in retrospect, I probably should have kept all of them in my hands when I had them, but who knew? Uh, yeah, who knew? So, but uh, yeah, anything like the, and then of course, as we always talk about, anything that's like uh, serial numbered, you know, I don't care if it's a base or a chase and auto, whatever it's like, that. as long as it's numbered, which, you know, indicates a lower print run, uh, you can't go wrong there. Uh, I'm going to pretty much just pick other than the worst card, pretty much all the cards I've already mentioned. Um, and I, that actually brings up an interesting discussion I want to ask you about when we, when I get done with my part here, but I also want to add in there, if you're a Ray Mysterio fan, pretty much from once tops took over on any kind of parallels, refractors, serial numbered stuff, um, you know, even the events event used stuff, any of that stuff would be pretty good. But I mean, if I really had to pick one, I'm probably going to say the autograph if you can find it. And then probably the 98 tops that you also said. Yeah. And the, the reason why I would pick those maybe over the stuff that I mentioned is because like that action figure card is going to be super hard to find. And on the flip side of that, there may be people who don't want that oversized photo card. So I think that 98 is a perfect one right in the middle. Yeah, I think so too. Also, I, 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 I've seen it. I've seen the, the card go for a while there. I don't know what it's selling for right now, but for a while on eBay raw, it was selling for like, you know, from 25 to $40 mm-hmm. for that card. I, I don't know if that's still the going rate or not. I haven't checked in a while, but yeah, during that, when it, when everything was booming, I saw yeah. them for around 30 to 40 on like on a regular basis raw. So I mean, I'd I mean say, you know, even if that car was getting 10 bucks, it's still a yeah. good for a base card. Right. And I wonder how many of those are at PSA right now. You know, there's got to be several of them. I, I'm sure there's got to be. There has so to be. It'll be interesting to see what those grade at on a, you know, because a lot of these cards are older. They're probably not going to get that good of grades, but you never know. Some of them might. So it'll be interesting to see what I, they grade at. I think at. the tops that the Nitro and um, the uh, Series 1 set, uh, which is at, that's what the, it's for the Series mm-hmm. 1 set. Um, I think those are 
less condition sensitive than when you move on to the, the embossed set. The embossed set becomes very yeah. condition sensitive. It frays along the edges a lot because of that embossing. It's like that. Um, so if you're looking for get something graded from, you know, the 1999 WCW embossed, that's going to be really hard. I think I think it's really condition sensitive. I have a feeling that a lot of people are just buying these singles and then just, you know, sending them in. So I think you're right. It'll be interesting to see what they sell for graded too. Like even say if they grade like a seven or an eight, you know, if we were seeing uh, the raw version selling for 30 to 40, are we going to see the eights or sevens selling for like 60, 70, you know, I don't know. It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I've got a grip of them. I got a grip of those singles. I'd be sending them in. If I didn't so, have to wait two years for my, my uh, order uh, to come back. Yeah. We're still waiting to see what PSA is going to do with that. But yeah. Um, so the topic that I actually just thought of while we were talking about this is we had mentioned um, you've got two cards here. Essentially, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, his autograph card, was it technically in 1998? Uh, 99, I believe. Okay. Well, that answers that question. Um, so I guess if you were looking at, if you're looking at a rookie card, I'll, I'll post two, two questions to you. If you're looking at a rookie card, you personally, and you were going to like invest, quote, invest or just whatever. Like you're not necessarily you're a fan, but you're not like a player collector. Would you choose the base rookie card, or if there was like a autograph card that maybe is from that same set but didn't say rookie on it? Yeah, they didn't put any rookie labels right. on any of that stuff back then. So uh, for wrestling, anyways. Um, I mean, '98, the '98 Series One uh, is probably if you want to go for a rookie card, or I think that's the one you want to go after. But if you really want for investment purposes and you can find one of those autograph cards even though it's a second year type card um that's where you kind of want to go if you can ever find one of those things I, I i just i don't see those autograph cards i don't care who they are all the way from like the scott norton silver king all mm -hmm. the way up to savage and you know and hogan those are just they're gonna go nowhere but continue to keep going up because they become less and less available um I think people are going to hold on to them for a long time. That's, it's, it's a great, great card set. Yeah. I, I just think it's an interesting discussion to have because there's always that, you know, everybody flocks to the rookie card, but then within that same year or the next year, they may have a card that's even more rare. So it becomes like, you know, which, which one do you actually go after? If you can't, if you hypothetically can't get both, you know, do you just go, go for whatever, go for yeah. any of them. It's like that. And I think there might even be, and people who are stronger on their sticker knowledge, cause that's not my, my thing is stickers. Uh, there might even be an, um, an older sticker set before 98. It's maybe seen, I, yeah, the, I don't remember the year, but it seems like there is one out there now that you say, I, mean, I know that. there's one, I know there's one from like 92 or 93 that features like Scotty Flamingo. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, but I don't, I don't think uh, Mysterio wasn't in there at that time. Right. So. But that, right. that kind of, that kind of leads into our, our, you know, if you can create something like, what would you like to have kind of thing? Yep. That's where we're going next. And this is probably one of my favorite parts of these that we do. So I'll give you the floor on this. I, I think it would have, one, I think it would have been cool if they had actual, other than the action figure cards and stickers, if they had some cool ECW trading cards. Yes. Uh, and if they did one, if I can go back in time and make a card that features him, it would probably be like uh, having like an event worn mask from his matches with like psychosis like that in, uh, in ECW or something. Yep. That's, that was, that was like, I loved his time in WCW. Of course, that's where most of us learned to love Rey Mysterio, but his, his stuff in ECW was just like, 
I'd never seen anything like it before. You know? Yeah, and, I mean, and, I mean, you, you sit there and you see like, uh, you know, the guy from, uh, I'm not going to go there. That's, that's just disrespectful. <laughs> you see this, this little guy jumping through the air like that, doing these incredible things that you'd never seen before because, you know, here in the States, we hadn't seen a lot of Lucha Libre style type of wrestling. So right. when you see guys like Psychosis and, 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 and Rey Mysterio coming in there and Eddie Guerrero coming in at ECW, like not big, big guys, but they're coming in there and they're like doing these crazy, like, holy crap, these, these guys are like doing some really amazing things and uh, it was eye-opening very eye-opening yeah i've i've got to agree with you on the any anything and like just think like what if they would have done a table relic a chair like you could have done double you know some of the sports cards they don't really do it some in wrestling um the undisputed uh the the charlotte flair card that i got from you that has the shirt and the mat yeah, you could have done a piece of the Mysterio mask, a piece of a table, and a piece of a chair, like a triple relic. Oh, that would have been, that'd so, been so, awesome. cool. Yeah. <laughs> that'd been so cool. That would have been so cool. But I mean, who invests that kind of time and, and, and money that kind of stuff? That stuff isn't cheap to make. I get it. Yeah. But it really helps you sell your product, I think. I think if you had even just like one or two really unique pieces in a release, I think it helps sell more boxes. You know, I'm looking for that piece, man. It'd be so cool yep. to have that 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 uh, piece of the mask type of thing, you know? It would just be cool. Well, at least Tops tried it with the fully loaded, which they're going to yes. be doing again. So it'll be interesting to see what they put in there. Now I probably won't. Uh, I, I won't miss it this time. I, I didn't. That's the one I didn't pick up. I didn't pick up fully mm-hmm. loaded last time. I got a couple uh, not too long ago, but I got them on secondary market in a trade. So I didn't actually go out and buy any. But um, in closing for this episode, what do you think? Like just the future of Rey Mysterio cards are going forward. He's still active. I don't think maybe he gets a lot of the respect currently from modern fans that maybe didn't grow up watching him, but it's something I harp on all the time. in a lot of these videos is I wish people would go back and respect the history of wrestling of all the performers, because I think if they did, it would just elevate wrestling. And then there goes wrestling cards in general. Yeah. I I mean, he just fits in that lump of people. I think that just don't get the love and respect they deserve. And I guess, I guess you would call he's modern. I guess it calls him modern. Mm -hmm. He's even though he's, you know, got his stuff in the early nineties, mid nineties. Um, yeah, I don't think he gets the love that he deserves. I think that people are slowly starting to see that outside of the autographs that were available in those WCW sets, I think uh, people are going, hey, this is like, you know, Goldberg is in here. Uh, you know, Chris Jericho's in here, you know, outside of his, you know, CMLL card. But I mean, there's a lot of cool first time appearances and stuff like that in, in, a, in a mainstream product. So maybe that will help. Maybe that'll help. You start to see guys just trying to try different things and like, hey, throw some Mysterios out there and call it a rookie card. It's like that. But that's a yeah. whole different discussion of like just. Yeah. I think we have an episode on pet peeves one day. Just put that on there like that. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So great episode. Uh, it's always good to kind of do a deep dive on these. I can't like, you know, we, we've, we've done pretty good so far, but I can't wait till we hit like, uh, you know, Doink the Clown. Doink would be awesome. That'd like, be great. You know, so, somebody that we're going to, because man, you want to talk about, there's enough like weird stuff going on in wrestling where we don't know like who is like, was this an official release? Where did this come from? Well, what about those Doink the Clown autographs? Was Matt Bourne signing them? Was Steve Kern signing them? Was Ray Apollo signing them? Was Alabama Doink signing them? Like we just I don't I know. Went, I went to um, uh, a wrestling event years ago in New Jersey called, um, um, Legends of the Ring. I have a good friend uh, named James who's been running that show for a long, long time. Great show. And I was there one year, uh, I think just to help, you know, to help out a little bit. I didn't book anybody for it. And 
I was so stoked because there was all Bischoff was there, uh, Rick Martel, um, Ox Baker. Um, they had all these cool names like that, you know, uh, Frenchie Martin. Uh, awesome. they, had, they had all these cool names like that at there. And, and Sabu, who I had at that time I had already worked with before. But of all people I was so interested in meeting, it was Steve Kern. That's and awesome. So yeah. I, I get up there to go, I said, you're the guy. I came all the way across the country just to meet <laughs> like that. I said, I don't care about that guy over there. And he's right next to Hillbilly Jim. I go, I don't care about that guy. I don't care about that guy. I came here for you, man. He goes, I so appreciate that. It's like that. And I go, who's under the paint, man? That's what I want to know. Who's under there? Is it you? Who, who is it? And it, it, was awesome. just, it, was, it was fun. I mean, he was such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. That's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I, I loved when I, everybody knows Skinner, but how can you like no one talks about the fabs even if it's talking about them for all the wrong reasons with sure. those those uh, music videos that they would do in memphis that were you know <laughs> questionable but <laughs> yeah all right tony let everybody yeah. know where they can find you and everything you're doing lately everything is on wrestlingtradingcards.com everything uh all the different social media platforms are there checklist being added you know almost every other day now because we're kind of you know we're getting caught up so things are kind of like just filling some holes and uh you know discovering new things uh waiting for new releases um you know got a great team of people helping out chuckster armand paul those guys are are, are amazing on, on the team um you know so everything's going there uh, i don't know when this is going to come out for people but just released our first t-shirt ever you know it'll be gone uh, by then it'll be gone by then i mean yeah. as of right now of today's recording there was like seven left i think um, hey, that's just another reason why they need to be following you on all social platforms yep. and keeping up with you because that's where these things are announced. Yep, everything's there, man. YouTube, all that stuff. Just go to wrestlingtradingcards.com, man. And everything, well, mine's all scattered out. Uh, you can either search Zan Morning or Wrestling with Cards, and you'll probably find it on who knows. I'm still working on that MySpace page, but uh, <laughs> you'll find you'll find me somewhere. And thank you guys for listening to the show. Please subscribe on whatever popular podcast platform you're listening to this on. Share it with a friend. Let's get more people into wrestling cards. That's the whole reason that me and Tony started doing this in the first place. So send it to somebody, you know, let's get more people into wrestling cards. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for your continued support. And until next time, see ya.